Yo, 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 it's your boy, preacher boy. Preacher Boy. You know how we get down on Fridays. We coming out with some new content. You know, the Lord is good. We made it through another week. I'm thankful this week was a doozy, but nevertheless, it was awesome overall. I can't complain. Uh, what's going on, y'all on Instagram? What's going on, y'all on, on Facebook? Um, before we get this episode kicked in real heavy, y'all, excuse the nerves. I'm a little nervous, but uh, let's open this thing up with a little word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for another day, a day that wasn't promised, but you saw fit to bless us with. God, we thank you for life, health, and strength and activity of all our limbs, dear God. God, we ask that you be with us on this episode, dear God. Allow something that's said to resonate in the heart of your people, dear God, and allow us to do better than what we did on yesterday, dear God, and continue to improve ourselves to be better each and every day. God, we thank you and we praise you. It's in your son Jesus' name that I pray. Amen and amen. Like I said, y'all, we are back with another episode of Chats with Preacher Boy. Y'all do me a favor. Y'all share this to at least one or two people on your Facebook, Instagram, wherever you may be watching on tonight. I need you to share this with somebody you know. Share this with somebody you love, care about, even your haters. I need you to share this with any and everybody you can. At least two, though. Give me at least two. That's all I'm asking for. Nothing serious. Um, why are you doing that? Drop in the comments where you're listening from, where you're watching from. I want to know where in the world everybody is at. Because as of right now, your boy is still in Germany living his best European lifestyle that he can, thanks to the military, I would say. Um, but drop in the comments. Let me know where y'all are at. I hit you with nine. Hey, y'all drop in the comments. Colleen, Texas. All right. 254 in the building. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Um, where y'all at? Y'all let me know. Where y'all at? Where y'all at? Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Jane. Alright, y'all. Alright, y'all. God, I, I thank y'all for tuning in. I ain't gonna hold y'all too long. Let's get right into this week's topic. So the question I posed on my Instagram as well as Facebook in the episode for this week is Does love Hurt. Does love hurt? Now I'm gonna give y'all a couple seconds in the comments. If you didn't get to answer on the poll, I need y'all to tell me right now what do you think? Does love hurt? Yes or no? No explanation, no, no going in detail. I just need a, a simple yes or no. Y'all drop in the comments. Let me know what it is. Let me know what it is. Does love hurt? Yes. Or does love hurt? No. Alright, alright. I got some yeses. I got some yeses on Facebook, okay? It shouldn't, honestly. Okay, alright, alright. Y'all keep dropping them answers in the comments. Y'all keep dropping them answers in the comments. Um, I'm going to keep it a stack with y'all. As I was preparing for this uh, question, um, I was kind of... 
I was kind of shocked, man. Like the stuff that I was learning and the stuff that I was finding out because of the simple fact that I had one answer for the longest. I'm not going to tell you what that answer was yet, but I had one answer for the longest. And recently that answer changed because of some things that transpired and what God was showing me. And I was blown out of the water. Now, I'm not saying that y'all going to be blown out of the water as well. You may. I pray this. I pray this episode does something to you. But God showed me some things concerning love. And I really had to reevaluate how I viewed love. You know what I'm saying? First of all, we got to know what love is. So start, starting off, I'm going to give you some basic scriptures that I'm going to be coming from. I'm going to be a little bit. I'm not going to say I'm going to be all over the place, but there's going to be a lot of good scripture and content that I'm going to provide for y'all. But starting off, I want to read three, three short ones. The first one is Isaiah 53 and 5. It says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And I'm going to stop at just that point. Matthew 27 and 26 says this. Then he released Barabbas unto them. And when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. And then the last one I'm going to read is John 3 and 16 and a lot of us know this one. I ain't going to say everybody knows this, but a lot of us know this one. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So first of all, may God be a blessing to the readers, hearers, and doers of his most holy word. Does love hurt? Before we answer that actual question, we got to understand what love is. And I'm not talking about love based on society's definition. I'm not talking about love based on our personal feelings or what we think it may mean, what we think it may mean, um, or what someone has told us. No, I'm talking about straight up off the off the big manual, the Bible, the basic instructions before leaving Earth. Love. What does what does it what does it say in there? Few comments. Love equals insanity. Oh, oh, okay. All right, that's how we feel about love today. All right, cool. Well, love, I'm going to tell y'all what it is. First of all, love is 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Love suffereth long and is kind. Love envieth not. Love vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doeth not behave itself unseemingly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, Rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in truth. It beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Love never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish. Vanish, excuse me. Love is an activity and a behavior, not just an inner feeling or motivation. Why do I say that? I think love hurts and you can hurt someone else. Okay. Why do I say that? Because of the simple fact that feelings are temporary and motivation sometimes goes away. Think about it like this. When you go into the gym, right? Y'all, I'm not going to lie. Like, side note, I'm like real nervous today. I don't know why. Forgive me. But uh, think about when you go to the gym. You had all that motivation to go to the gym. You pumped up. You know what I'm saying? You going in. You like, yeah, two days strong, three days strong. You motivated, you pumped up. But then what usually happens within like going into like maybe the seventh, 
a day. You you not feeling as motivated anymore. You starting to hit that snooze button. Whether you waking up to go in the gym or you not even going in after work. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know you, you start to lose it. Same thing with feelings. Our feelings are temporary. Extremely temporary. You know what I'm saying? They're not forever. They don't last long. You don't stay mad forever. You don't stay upset forever. You don't stay frustrated forever. It's it's temporary. So love is an activity and a behavior. Just to keep things simple, my answer to this was no at one point. Does love hurt? I used to say no. The reason why? Because I was like, based on what the Bible says what love is, there's no way that it can hurt. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's no way that love can hurt based on it saying in the very beginning, it's kind, it's this, it's that. You know what I'm saying? It can't hurt. How does it, how does it hurt? But then as I continue to read that scripture, God pointed out a few things to me. He pointed out the simple fact that love beareth all things, love hopeth all things, and love endureth all things. See, Jesus was put on the cross for all of our sins so that we can have a second chance at eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have eternal life. His only begotten son. So think about this. You have a child, right? And in order to save the world or in order to, to save uh, your family or your legacy, whatever the case may be, right? You have to give up something that you really love. Your, your, your own flesh and blood. You have to give them up. God did that, right? He did that. And think about all the things that Jesus had to go through. Jesus was scourged according to scriptures. What that means is there was this, there was this old thing that they used to do in, in Roman times where it was called flogging, right? Where they took certain tools and certain um, instruments and they would tie an individual down to like a, like a log post, right? And beat the dog out of this individual and then hang him up on a cross and crucify him. And usually the, the individual was was so beat up, like arteries, you know what I'm saying, veins was, I'm telling you, they was beating the dog out of, out of people with, with this stuff. That's why it's called scourge. Love hurts when he or she leaves you to go to the grocery store for too long. Love will both hurt and heal. <laughs> that, hey, that is true. Love will both hurt and heal. I, I feel that one. Um... Goodness, I lost my train of thought. So one thing, one thing about love, right? You got to keep in mind that, yes, it does hurt. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put that out there. Love does hurt. 100%. Why? Because it makes us, it's uncomfortable. Because number one, you're bearing all things. So the Bible talks about having to love your enemies, just like you love your brother. Loving your enemy is difficult. It's not easy. It's tough. Why? Because your enemy does some things to you that's not normal. You know what I'm saying? They hurt you. They persecute you. What does that mean? Love hurts. You know what I'm saying? That I, I, don't, I don't know, man. Like When I was going through this, God was showing me a lot of different things in regards to love. Um, and just the simple fact of all the stuff that Jesus was going through, it just, I don't know. It, it made me really think like, if love didn't hurt, Jesus wouldn't have been hurting while he was getting beat. But he was getting beat with like whips, lashes, and lashes that had teeth in it. You know what I'm saying? All this stuff. And to say it doesn't hurt would be, I don't know, like, 
I would challenge you, challenge you, challenge you to reconsider. I want there's a clip. I'm not sure a, a lot of you seen it. Um, and I'm not gonna show all of it because I don't want to get I don't want to get uh kicked off the stream. You know what I'm saying? But those on Facebook, I'm gonna show it to you on here. Those not on Facebook, um, I'm gonna show you a quick snippet via a picture. Because what Jesus went through while he was getting beat was agonizing. His own mother didn't even recognize him. And to see, to think that he went through that without hurt, without feeling pain, I don't know. And he could have easily, think about it. This, we talking about God's son. He easily could have been like, angels, come get me. I don't want to deal with this. You know what I'm saying? But because he loved us so much, he went through all of that. He went through the pain. He went through the agony. You know what I'm saying? Those on Facebook, <coughs> I would challenge you to watch this movie called Passion of the Christ. Passion of the Christ is, a, is the closest movie, in my opinion, that you will get to feel and experience what Jesus really went through up until his crucifixion and his resurrection. It's, an, it's a very explicit movie. Um, and every time I watch it, I cry because to think that Jesus was beat the way he was, nailed to a cross, pierced in his side, the whole nine, just so I can have another chance at life, blows my mind. And every time that I, I backslide or do something wrong, it's like I'm putting him on that cross all over again. It's like I'm putting him through that process all over again. And despite me doing that, he still loves me. Because love covers a multitude of faults. Every time we mess up, his love doesn't change. It's not conditional. It's unconditional. And he tells us day in and day out, this is how we should be loving our brothers and sisters. They may do you wrong. They may talk about you. That's when you got to love them that much harder. Because it's that love that you give them, that godly love that's going to convict their hearts and cause them to wonder... Why do you love me the way you do, even though I know you know that I'm doing you dirty? Even though I know that you know that I've talked about you? Even though I know that you know everything that I've done wrong to you? How can you still love me this way? And it's in that moment you're able to redirect them to Christ and let them know it's because of God. I'm not worried about your shortcomings. That's not me. I'm not worried about all the stuff that you do. Nah, that's not on me. That's on God. Grateful said, I don't think I'm strong enough for that one. Hey, hey, that's hey, that's that's love, man. Look, I'm I feel you that I, I feel you on that one. Because sometimes I feel that way. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know about that. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. Jesus said, turn the other cheek. How many of y'all today, if somebody smacked you in your face, spit on you, look you dead in the face, mush you, can turn the other cheek? Let's keep it a stat. See, it's easy if we've never been in that position to say, oh, no, I would easily turn the other cheek um, because God saved me and he changed my life. And I, I just strongly believe that uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't do no such thing. I, I beg to differ because flesh is something crazy. And if you ain't in tune with God, I don't know. You may stumble up. You may. I, I really think you'll stumble up. But I need you to keep in mind love does hurt. Because it makes you do things that are uncomfortable. It makes you do things that are not normal. 
That unconditional love. Now, if you're loving somebody on a condition, number one, that's not really love. Love, no, that's, that's not love. If you're loving somebody just based on what they can do for you and how they do things for you, that's not love. Go back to 1 Corinthians 13, 4-8. That's what love is. Love that bears all things, endures all things, hope all things. That's, that's love. That's real love. That unconditional love. I'm telling you, it's... And, and just to show a little bit of transparency, I've struggled with this for the longest. Why? Because there's... I've met individuals in my life that I know that didn't profess the, the same thing as me growing up. You know what I'm saying? And even sometimes today. And God is showing me, hey, just because they don't live the same lifestyle as you, are you still going to love them? Jesus was constantly around sinners. <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus was constantly around sinners. And he still loved them. Jesus knew what they was. Shoot, the sinners knew who they were around Jesus. But because Jesus loved them so much and did everything in an unconditional way with love, that's why they turned to him. Granted, he had some that didn't. Okay, that's cool. But it's that unconditional love, that love that sees past your problems. If you can sit here and worry about someone else's problems versus loving them and seeing that they need love, that godly love, you need to check yourself. And I'm here to let you know today. You need to check yourself. Because it's that godly love that's going to bring them into the fold. It's not going to be you, mm, I don't know about so-and-so. Hey, did you see, did you see homeboy the other day? Did you see what he had on? Nah, he, he wore jeans to church? Bro, he ain't got no slacks, he ain't got no, he ain't got no, oh, she ain't got no stockings on? Oh, she ain't got a dress on, she got pants on? See, we be worried about the wrong thing when it come to, when it come to uh, love. We be, we worried about any and everything other than what God wants us to focus on. And that's his godly love that people deserve. If you profess salvation and you say you love Jesus Christ and you keep not his commandments, you're a lie and the truth is not within you. I'm here to let you know now. If you say you love Jesus, but you talk bad about your brother and your sister and you don't love them unconditionally, you need to reevaluate your walk. Because love is going to make you do the uncomfortable thing. And what's that? Loving them past their faults. You are not God. You don't have a heaven nor hell to put someone in. You are just a willing vessel that's willing to preach and teach the gospel. Letting them know heaven is a real place and so is hell. But they ain't going to receive you if you ain't living up to nothing that you're talking about. So you got to remember, you got to be that example for them. Show them the godly love. God gives us grace and mercy daily. Daily. He literally paid a debt he did not owe. And we literally, we can't pay the debt that, he, that we owe him. We in debt for life because he died on the cross for us. There is no one here today that, that can die on the cross for all our sins. Only one person did that. One. And he did it because he loved us. He loves us unconditionally. With no limits. There's no, hey, if you do this, then I love you. You know what I'm saying? God don't work like God don't work like how we do. And you gotta remember that. So love does hurt. 
And it's because love makes you do some uncomfortable stuff. It puts you in an uncomfortable position. Loving people when they do you wrong is not easy. Mm -mm. Why? Because your flesh want to jump up. Your flesh want to act crazy. When people do you wrong, it's hard to love them. It's, it's hard when, when you don't kill your flesh. But when you trust in God and you remembering you once were in their position, you once were doing sinful things consistently back to back to back to back like how they're doing things, you could be you 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 begin to remember like, oh, God saved me. I know God can save them too. I'm gonna love them unconditionally like God loves me. See, we want to take away people's chances as if we're God, and we can't do that. So I need you to understand. Remember and continue to ponder on this. Love hurts. But love is worth doing. I promise you, love is worth doing. It's an activity and a behavior. Remember that. It's not an inner feeling or motivation. Because that's temporary stuff. Love is forever. It's never changing. And don't get caught up on the definition of society, society's version of love. Don't get caught up on what your friends and your family say what love is. No, go based off what God said love is. In his book, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, talk, it talks about love. And there's so many other scriptures that talks about what, the, what love, the examples of that love. So if y'all don't take anything else from this week, know that, number one, I love you. But more importantly, like I always say, God loves you more. Number two, you are loved. And number three, love without condition is important. Loving people without conditions is important. It's uncomfortable, but it's important if you say you're a child of the Most High and you're professing salvation. So y'all have a blessed weekend. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. I pray that y'all, you know, take some time to really reflect on this past week and see how you can do better on next week. And I want you to know that I love you. But more importantly, like I said, God loves you more. Y'all be blessed. Yo, 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 it's